It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Monday, January 16th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Shauna's back. I'm back. <laughs> you enjoyed yourself. Mm, I did, yeah. Had a great time on your cat skiing trip. It was phenomenal. Yeah, the snow was great. Um, Everything about it was awesome. The weather was unbelievably mild, so that's always a bonus. We got surprise snow one night, so extra snow is always fantastic. Yeah. Your photos and videos look pretty cool. Even sitting in the hot tub, it looked pretty magical out there. It's pretty magical. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's quite the place to be, I must say. Well, I'm sure we'll hear about it uh, today and throughout the rest of the the week on the show from your stories from the trip. Um, The podcast has a new name and a new look. We kind of hinted at this a few episodes ago. We did. But we decided to change the name to better reflect what the podcast is these days. Yes. It's now called the Beckler and Shauna Podcast, which will make it much easier for people to find. Mm -hmm. Still the same podcast. You are still a Beanus head. You are a Beanus head for sure. Still a piss cast. Still a piss cast. The podcast itself is going to change just Logo is a little different, and it might sound a little different, but we slap a little lipstick on this pig for you, okay? <laughs> That's exactly what we did. <laughs> and today on this pig, a few different uh, customer service experiences. We're going to talk about. Shauna sent a text to the wrong number, and it's not the text you want to send to a wrong number. Whoopsie poopsie. We'll hear from Matt Barry. We're going to talk about the loudest party games, small town news. We're going to offend everybody of Italian heritage. Something very uh, strange and unsettling happened at the library to my family yesterday. I'll tell that story. And etymology. Now that Sean is back, we can do some more etymologies. And Terry of the Month nominee after your out-of-context clip of the show. Give yeah, one of them uh, non-virgin daiquiris, please. <laughs> right? <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I have a Terry of the Month nominee, if I could. Please. Okay. Please. So I was out cat skiing last week. And so how that works is you go up in this big cat or a groomer, which is this massive piece of machinery. And this gentleman was the guy who was driving the cat. Bit of a Terry. My God, a bit a bit is an understatement. Beautiful guy, great guy, just like Terry's are, right? But first of all, he had the whiskey voice going on, so he talked a lot like this, all right? So that was number one. Uh, he used to build roads in the Arctic. Oh wow! So okay, so Terry's seen some stuff. He's seen some Terry's stuff. Terry's seen some winners. Absolutely, uh, he was hacking darts the whole time as he was passing us our skis <laughs> and getting out of the cat, moving the cat, and just the whole time hacking darts. So of course that's a great thing as well. Uh, and then he he does he spin, spends his winters driving this giant piece of machinery, and we were catching him taking selfies with his cat. He loved this thing. This uh, this big piece of machinery was was his thing, and he was that's like, like his truck. He's like, it? oh yeah, I post all I post is pictures of my cat. <laughs> it's weird to call it a cat because we're not like a cat, the animal, but this big piece of machinery. But yes, yeah, so he was taking all these different like love photos of this thing and and that kind of thing, and he referred to it as his old gal. Like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, the old gal will get us wherever we need to go. That's what he said at one point, and we're laughing. Terry like, doesn't have an old lady. He doesn't need an old lady. He has nope. no need for romantic love. He's got his snow cat. He's got he? his old snow cat. <laughs> taking photos of the snow cat. That's all he took pictures of the whole time. So this was Terry. You know what though? I bet there's no one you'd rather be. You'd have as a behind the wheel of that thing, right? Oh, he, immediately. He probably knows exactly what he's doing. That's yeah. what I said. At one point, it was trudging, and you're, everybody's like, oh, is it going to get up there? And he goes, oh, it's just going to take a little more time, but we got this. And I was like, I totally have all the trust I need. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. 
We have a few etymologies, don't we? We do have a few etymologies. Got a little backed up because you were off last week, so etymology requests come in. Oh, of course, yeah. Got to get through those etymologies now. So how do you want to work through these? Uh, I've got a couple that I came across that I wanted to tell you really quick. They're they're nice and and quick ones as well. Uh, The word cereal. I see about that. I'm like, that's kind of a weird term. Where did we get the word cereal from? And we're cereal talking about with a C or cereal with an S? With a C. So okay. edible cereal, the stuff you eat in the morning. Uh, that actually comes from Roman mythology. So Ceres is the name of the Roman goddess of harvest and agriculture or grains in cereal as the traditional cereals used to be. So that's where it comes from. Well, that makes sense. It's also the name of a dwarf planet. I would imagine named after the very same goddess. Yes, definitely Mm -hmm. named after. So there you go. Uh, And then the word porcupine comes from the Latin porcius spina, which means pig quill. And that came from old Italian porcospino, which means thorn pig. <laughs> I was like a thorn pig. A thorn pig. That's hilarious. Makes perfect sense, and it is now what I'm going to refer to a porcupine as is a thorn pig. Porcupine is a weird word. I don't know why that's never stuck out at me before. I know, it's right? A, it's a thorn pig. It's a thorn pig. That makes a lot more sense to everybody here. So when you see a porcupine, okay, call it a thorn pig. <laughs> There's a dead thorn pig on the road up there. Uh, in that same vein of pigs, yeah. Um, my son Brigham, who's five, was asking where the term piggybacking comes from. Mm. Because when it's bedtime, I always give them a piggyback ride up to to bed. Yeah. Um. Sometimes a double piggyback where I have both the boys on my back, which totally. is isn't good for the lower back. Let me tell you. No, no. Um, you were just talking about how your back was a bit sore. Yeah. That's probably not going to help. Could be that. Sometimes we do one there. piggyback, one piggy front. Oh, of course, yes. That's yes. A classic as well. So I'm like, <laughs> you know, like letter like newspaper boys used to have the pouch with yep. the front and the back. It's like me with kids. Um, I was so doing that with my, my nephew and niece as well. They both wanted, I was like, okay, here we are. Piggyback, here we are. piggy front. I've got a full vest on now of children. <laughs> Where does the term piggyback come from? So this one's a bit foggy. It started in the 16th century as pick pack, which was just a pack that you'd carry on your back and shoulder. And then it kind of changed to meaning a person that you would carry in the same way. But then from there it went to pick a back and then pig a back. And nobody knows where that translation came like came from. I was like, I'm just assuming it was a, a game of telephone, which happens with a lot of these terms is over time, somebody mm-hmm. hears it the wrong way. And that's kind of just what sticks because there's no other reason that anybody can find as to why piggy became Nothing part of it. specifically to do with pigs Nothing or... Nothing to do with pigs. Just kind of a, I think it's just a, a bad game of telephone is what that is. Not like the old thorn pig. Not the, not like the thorn pig. <laughs> the thorn pig is definitely... I just want to see a thorn pig in front of people so I can <laughs> use that term now. Etymology <laughs> with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. We were at the Big Central Library yesterday, and uh, something very strange happened. Oh. So we were there with some friends, and they have a daughter who's five, and our boys were playing with her kind of in the kids' area there, and we were sitting there having coffee, and um, Bo came up, Bo and Brigham came running up, and they're like, like, something weird just happened. This guy took a picture of our friend's daughter. Oh, God. And then asked how to spell her name. And we're like, What? What? And then Bo's like, yeah, he did it to another kid, too. Oh, my God. I was like, huh? So I was like, did, he, did this person like work for the library or something? And Bo said, no, they didn't have a blue vest on or a name tag or anything. And like the library wouldn't do that without no. the parents' permission. No. Um, so like, that's very weird. So I was like, what did he look like? So Bo gave me a description. He's like, we're wearing a black jacket. So I just went and did like a lap of the library to see if he was still there. It's, it's funny because everyone I saw with the black jacket, I was like... You sick pervert. <laughs> There's lots of black jackets there. Yeah. So anyway, um, they knew where kind of where he was sitting, and our, our like our our friend was pretty obviously pretty 
concerned that some dude had just taken a photo yeah. of her daughter. And no kidding. So she went and told the library, who then told security, and they looked at the tapes, and I guess they found the guy that was still there, and then I don't know what happened from there. Wow. But... That yeah. is terrifying. Yeah, it was very... And, like, Bo knew right away that, like, something was off about this dude and that it was oh. weird that he would be doing that. And I'm glad he came and told Which us. Which is awesome. And then yeah. the library acted so quickly, too, to Good. go and deal with this dude in whatever way they ended up dealing with him. I don't know. But uh, I know he he was forced to delete the photos that he had on there, but I don't know if it went further than that, if the police were involved. Or... Man. Oh, that just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. That's awful. Super creepy. Why are you... No. Super creepy. I'm impressed, though. It's I'm, On the way the library acted, that's good. Yeah, they didn't, oh. they didn't wait around at all. Like, they acted very quickly. Within 10 minutes, they'd found the dude who was still there. Good. But, yeah, just a... Just a fair warning. wake-up call, hey? Okay. Yeah. The Fangler and Shauna Podcast. So, a list of the best Italian places in Regina came out. And uh, I, I used to live in Regina, so I always follow this kind of news and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was curious as to what it was because I went to a few Italian places there. And uh, the number one place in Regina for Italian was Eastside Mario's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what, what, who put this list together? It was Avenue Magazine. Oh, so it was like their together. vote? It was uh, a vote that they uh, accumulated on the best Italian places and rated in number one was Eastside Mary. That's hilarious. That almost feels, at that point, it almost feels like they're trolling Italian people, doesn't it? It honestly like, does. Like, guaranteed some Italian people read that and like had a minor heart attack. Oh, I know. Like, I don't know what the Italian people <laughs> did to this magazine to just fire them up because I was reading that. I'm like, no, this kid, no. I've said before, like, as a joke, I think all, you know, like real Italian food, like Olive Garden, you yeah. know, and Italian people around you, they just, you can just see them like lose it. Don't get me wrong. There's a time and a place for the endless soup and salad. Okay. Don't. Oh get, yeah. But you can't tell me that there that is the best <laughs> Italian place in in all of Regina. There's no way that it is either, right? No, like, no. there's got to be way better places than that. And we have also talked about how people in Saskatchewan they they do enjoy their chains as well. But again, this does not mean that you would put Eastside Marys at the top of this list. Like, That's hilarious. Come on. Unless it's just the most popular. Yeah. Maybe not the best, but <laughs> perhaps. Get a filling meal at a reasonable price. There's gotta be there's gotta be better places than the come on. Now. That's so funny. I do love their breadsticks though. Don't get me wrong. As a kid, I used to hammer those back. I like Eastside Mario's. Yeah. I do. Like you said, there's a time and place for it. Absolutely. Just not at the top of the list of the best Italian places <laughs> in Regina. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So there's this little town not far from where my wife McKenna grew up called Senlac. Senlac, Saskatchewan. And uh, there was a video that came down my TikTok feed the other day from Senlac, and it's this dude driving the Zamboni. He's in full hockey gear. And you can tell that this is a small town barn. Like, the walls of the building are right where the boards are. Like, oh, there's yeah. no, you can't walk around the outside of the rink. Okay. It's small. That's very It's a barn. Very small. Yeah. Um, but the caption was it says, This guy drives the Zamboni at the rink, is the team captain and manager, is the mayor of the town. And I was like, and I, and I bet that is like that's not his full time job either because nope. none of those things would pay that well. Totally. So he he does it all. This oh is small God. town life. People wear lots of hats. I I love it. This is the stuff that I love about small towns. Yes, I think I told you the story about when McKenna's sister got married, and the woman who checked us into the hotel was also the woman working the bar at the wedding, and then was also <laughs> the woman who drove the shuttle home. Yeah, I was like, do you do everything in yeah, this town? All of it. So, oh my God, that's but amazing. If that person gets sick. If they or they move, then away, the whole town shuts down. So much is disrupted. You might as well just smack a close sign on the town <laughs> sign at that point. Like <laughs> we have no one to man anything. Okay, that would be the, if that person went down. It would be the top news story 
in small town news for that day, wouldn't it? It would be. Small town news with Beckler and Shauna. Good evening. Our top story tonight. Barb is sick with the flu, so the following are closed or canceled. The library, the town office, senior girls volleyball practice, (laughs) junior girls volleyball practice, the 4-H club meeting, taxi service, and someone will have to let Lorne Douglas' dog out before he gets home from work. Ladies Bible study has been changed to 7 p.m. this week due to the town hall meeting happening at 6 p.m. All residents are invited to attend. Coffee and Jane's Famous Sandwiches will be provided. Raffle tickets are once again available at the school. The grand prize is a trip for two to Edmonton. Tickets are $5 each or three for ten. And the new guy has been replaced by a new, new guy. The past new guy held that title for ten years. Anyone with information on what the new guy's actual name is is asked to call Terry as, quote, no one friggin' knows. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. This might be real dumb, but uh, we were playing Heads Up on the weekend. That game with your phone where you flip up and you have to yell oh, out. It's a fun game. I'm good at it, too. Great game. It's really easy and just a fun thing to be able to bust out with friends whenever you want. Yeah. It's really quite lovely. Anyway, uh, a friend at one point was like, maybe we should uh, think about playing a quieter game. Because we were staying at a hotel at the time, and it was getting a little late, and we were getting a little bit rowdy with it. And I was like, oh, yeah, you might be right. Maybe it's time to tone her down a little. Gets exciting, okay? I think that's why some people don't do well at Heads Up, is because they get too excited. They get flustered. They start yelling. And then the person who has to guess, like, doesn't know where to direct their attention. It is true. If you can stay calm Mm -hmm. and, like, look at people one at a time. Yep. You'll do way better in Heads Up. It's, this is definitely it's, true. It doesn't need to be a loud game, but you're right. It always becomes a loud game. It sure does, especially the more the drinks are flowing yes. as you're playing, right? Like, it gets pretty intense. But then I got thinking about the loudest games to play. Basically, the games that are the most inappropriate for a hotel setting <laughs> or when you're not trying to disturb your neighbors. Hmm. And I have a, a couple that I would like to throw out there immediately. First being Boggle. Have you ever played Boggle? Never played Boggle. Okay, so it has these dice in this plastic container, and in between rounds, you have to shake it up. Oh, a noisemaker. It's a (laughs) full-out noisemaker that comes with the game. And I love the game itself because it's kind of a word game. You kind of have to, like, write down words that these dice make, you know, with all the random letters. Uh, But the whole shaking thing, right? Could we avoid that, please? Okay. Well, yeah. If it comes with an implement that makes noise, then, then that's yes. got to be up there, right? It's got to be up there. The first one that came to mind for me was was flip cup or flippy cup or whatever you. Oh yeah. The regional term for it is where you're from. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just gets so intense. You're right. You know, and there's there's always big celebrations. Yes. And, uh, I've never actually. I was gonna say I've never played a quiet game of flip cup. That's not true. We had a party in our backyard one time. I was and, there for this. Yes, and it mm-hmm. was. It got really late, and we were playing flip cup, and we're like, we need to quiet down. So we we instituted a silent celly rule. Yes. Yeah. You, you had to ce- you had to celebrate silently because mm-hmm. it was getting too wild. Yeah. Which I guess I mean you can do more so with flip cup than than other games. Yeah. Like charades, for example, it's another one where you have to yell things out, right? So. You shouldn't have to yell, though. Again, yeah. right? I know what you mean, though, but it's yeah. the competitiveness. And people do. Yeah. You get excited, and you just can't help but shout. you got to control yourself. Is Charades you do, but. is actually a pretty quiet game by its nature. It's true, but it never <laughs> it never stays that way. Uh, the last one I'd like to add in, it would be Hungry Hungry Hippos. Oh, yeah. Like, think about the noise that that thing <laughs> that makes. That thing makes a racket. It's the marbles against plastic, and then the of the big hippo mouths. And I was like, that one, I mean... If you want to annoy everybody, then buy that for your kids. Yeah, all these are real contenders, I think, for the loudest party games ever. 
Could we narrow down? I don't know if one specifically. Yeah, it depends yeah. who you're playing with too. Like if you invite Matt Barry, any one of these is going to go over the top and get you a noise complaint. Yeah, it's too bad you can't buy a mute mute for Matt Barry. Yeah, you no, know, just a little thing that okay, you're getting to that point here. Just put this in the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Matt Barry's in here. Matt, you posted Hi. a really funny video on your TikTok the other day. It was your cocktail TikTok account. Correct? Yes, yeah, the Chelsea Room. If you want to follow it, well, how, how do you find it at the, the Chelsea, Chelsea Room? room. Yeah. the Chelsea Room. All one word. Yeah, all That's the fancy drinks you're making and yeah um, I've had mocktails too if you're doing dry January you don't drink yeah, yeah I've had yeah. some of your mocktails right there. on you know, like a nice non-alcoholic option every now and then yeah, I'll make yeah. you one at work ah. <laughs> we should we should have fancy cocktails in the morning totally cracking buds zeros can I have mine with booze though <laughs> thank you okay good mocktail make it alcoholic yes um, yes have yeah, one of them uh, non-virgin daiquiris please <laughs> right oh that mocktail looks delicious how do we turn it into a cocktail okay can you relay the sentiment of this video though okay so i was like i've always had this like big like i don't know pet peeve for these people that like you know like you see like an ad for like it's like budweiser or you see an ad for like you know it's like uh like tanqueray gin or like these like big brands right it's like jim beam bourbon i'm like this is awful this is the worst <laughs> beer i've ever had like this is garbage like anyone who buys this stuff is an idiot and you're like it's, like it's the biggest beer in the world. It's the biggest brand <laughs> yeah. in the world, you know? Like you're They're clearly doing something right, okay? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's one thing, like, you don't have to like it. Yeah, You course. don't have to buy it, but to actually go out of your way to, like, even, like, where it's, like, one thing to leave, a t- like, a comment on Twitter or something, but when people go and, like, review the product. Yeah. You go, like, online. You take your time to do that. <laughs> yeah. Especially, like, as if you tried it, it's a new craft beer. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, this Budweiser, it's disgusting. Like, who, <laughs> it's like, oh, have you, have you tried the that most, a thing. Have you tried the most popular liquor brand <laughs> in the world? Globally, a uh, hundred billion <laughs> units of this have been sold? Oh, yeah, man. like the people have spoken. Yeah. <laughs> Whether or not you think it's good, it doesn't matter. Yeah. As if it's, your one review is going to change. Oh, yeah. that multi-billion dollar company going to shut down because of your bad review. Yeah. 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 As if Beam Centauri's going to be like, oh, geez, yeah, yeah, close it up. Yeah. Close up shop, boys. This guy has a point here. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was uh, skiing with some friends on the weekend, and we got talking about our extensive list for butts. Yes, and uh, it is extensive. I was listing them off, and I pulled it out, and I have, you know, <laughs> we have this ongoing list on the phone, obviously. And uh, my friend thought it was hilarious, and she was like, "Could you send that list to me?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." So I I sent her the notes, but I didn't have her number on my phone, so I was like, "Just type in your number, and then send it to yourself." So she does, and then she hits send, and she was like, "Oh, that's weird. It's not coming through." And all of a sudden, she realized she put the wrong number in. And it showed that the number was sent. Lord knows to who. So somebody got this note for me that's called the thesaurus with all of these names for not only butts, but lady bits and schlongs in there as well. And there's about 150 terms at least on that list now. Yeah. So somebody just gets that out of the blue for me. They haven't responded yet. And I'm like, am I going to get the cop called on me? <laughs> what is all of this? Like, the sore ass in the first few terms are just ridiculous. Like, I forget what they are, but it was just like, this is a almost suggestive. I'm like, I wonder if somebody, what would they, you think if you got sent that? They likely won't understand. Uh, okay, I hope I hope not. Just be like, what is all this nonsense? But, Even though it's called the thesaurus. And then like, what are some of the first terms that come up there? Uh, a spear schlock. That's a weird <laughs> one. Pucker, panther, wood, mitten, beef, thumb, clog, blaster, pipe cleaner, and poo poacher are the first. 
Oh, the first. So someone. Was it a 403 number? Yes. So someone, so someone in, in Southern Alberta. Yeah, more Southern just Alberta. Re- received mm-hmm. about 150 different words like that like, out of what? the blue, no explanation. What no. would you do if that arrived in your phone? You'd just be like, what in God's <laughs> green earth? If that was you, I apologize. I'm so sorry. Okay. I think unless you message them again, you should be okay. Okay. If you send them a few more, then maybe you got a problem. Yeah, I was like, but, I'm gonna just leave it at that and see if they were, maybe they're still trying to process what that is and <laughs> what they should say what back. Does this mean. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. On that topic, uh, Shauna, I'm assuming that you have been sent this video several times as well. This is here. I'm just gonna try to my favorite fart terms: air bagel. Anus applause, bench warmer, a bung blast, cheek flapper, crack splitter, death breath, flapper, a ghost turd, Horton hears a poo, a mating call, one gun salute, panty burp, rebuilding the ozone layer, a sphincter siren, a tank tickler, and under thunder. Sure have. <laughs> I love it. You know, the, the things, the videos that we get sent, terms for farts, oh, okay? Man. Uh, and then nut shot videos, nonstop. Yeah, and this is highbrow stuff here. This, on is this, show. Re- this is really, yeah, classing it up over here. Always dreamed of being the kind of guy and girl that, <laughs> that if, you, if you heard a funny name for a, if someone said panty burp, you'd be like, I got to tell Beckler and Shauna. Right? Yep. Yeah. No, literally putting the ass in class here. Very proud parents. Yeah. <laughs> My mom and dad, my mom is definitely proud of me. Yeah, uh, the Beckler and Shauna podcast. I'm gonna have to get used to saying that instead of the BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. I know the Beckler and Shauna podcast. It's brought to you by Shane Holmes. Shane Holmes uh, is building houses in the community of Midtown and Airdrie. Three different types of homes: paired homes, lane homes, single-family front-drive homes. But they're in the final phase. If you want to check it out, shaneholmes.com/communities. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The and Shauna podcast. Last week on the show when you were away, Shauna, I was talking about the insane cost of groceries and how. Oh my god! Yeah. My wife McKenna said she used to enjoy grocery shopping and she doesn't anymore. She finds it to be an anxious experience now. Totally. Because she's just worried about how much everything is going to cost. Yep. Uh, and then friend of the show Patrick sent in a voice clip and he agreed and he said you can he, he thinks you can actually feel the anxiety in the grocery stores. It doesn't. You can feel like the stress. Of people wondering how they're going to pay for everything. It's true. I actually have had a lot of bonding experiences, though, because you'll be standing and looking at something, and somebody will always come. Oh my! Look at the cost of that. I'm like, I know, I can't right? This. Doug, like, I, I agree. This is crazy. We're crazy all bonding over the fact that we're getting fifteen dollars. What the? <laughs> we're getting rinsed. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah. But um, Patrick made the point that it must not be fun for the employees either to work in. Totally. That kind of environment, and I hadn't really thought about that. It's like, yeah, I mean, I and I, I talked about this on the air too, but I, I worked at a grocery store in high school, and then I went and worked at a movie theater, and it was night and day between those two places because people didn't want to be at the grocery store. Right. They wanted to be at the movie theater. That's true. If they were both minimum wage jobs, they were like similar jobs, but it, one was a much happier environment to be in, mm. and that was before everything cost an arm and a leg, so it must be even worse at the grocery store these days. Uh, but then I got a message in front of the show, Jamie Lee, who said she uh, she brought up something I hadn't thought about. She works at a car dealership. Yeah. And she said they experienced that in the same building because on the sales side, people are excited to be there buying a new vehicle. You know, yeah. you, you get a new vehicle, you make a big purchase. It's a big moment in your life. People are very excited to be picking up their new vehicles. On the service side, everybody's miserable because it's going to cost them money. 
That totally makes sense. I never would have thought of that. But and yeah. I hadn't really thought about that. It's true. And I've been on either side of that yeah, same dealership. It's true. You walk it's, in, I bought it, and then I, why is it in the shop? The hell? <laughs> that's so, <laughs> it's so odd that you could have the extremes yeah. in the same business. Hmm. Hadn't really thought about that. Are there no. any other businesses that would be like that? Where you would get, under the same roof, people who are thrilled to be there and people who are miserable to be there? I mean, hospitals. That's the one that I said yeah. to... Uh, to Jamie Lee too. Yeah. So I was like, you got people welcoming yep. new babies, the happiest day of their lives. Yep. And, and then, then the you saddest got day of other people's lives. Very sick. You know, outlook not so good. Airports, for the same reason. Ah. A lot of people flying uh, are doing bereavement flights, and you always forget that because there's so many people that are going for travel. But or you're saying goodbye to someone, yep. Yep. and then there's people who are going on their vacation, exactly. moving somewhere, going traveling. They're thrilled. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think right now it's a little more on the like stressful, not as happy side as, <laughs> as it has been in the past. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Got this message from a friend of the show, Fred, on the weekend. Fred making good use of the voice memo app. Oh, we always love when you send us some voice memos. Work those voice memos. Here's Fred. I wanted to know if you've ever encountered a situation as a cheap Sasky. Um, you go to a, a, an establishment you frequent and they kind of side-eye you the entire time you're in the store or they um, drag their feet and giving you service because they know you're not a big sale. An example, and I won't call out the businesses that I've had experiences with, but I was at a bar, a microbrewery, and they fill growlers, and I mean, it's cheap, right? I won't even tell you the price because if I do, I'll definitely out the restaurant. But anyways, they they kind of made me sit at the bar for I don't know how long to fill this growler for me because I know they're like, this is such a this is such a minor sale. I'm not getting a tip or a commission on this. I'm gonna make this dude sit at the bar and earn his his growler. So do you ever encounter that? And do you take exception to it? I kind of do because I'm like business is business, man. You know, the little sales all add up. Yeah, I'm not a roller by any means, but I'm a loyal um, consumer. And if I like your products and your services, I'm going to return. Have you experienced what Fred has experienced there, Sean? Oh, for sure. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I, I think one of the best is taxis and Ubers who don't want to take a ride because they're too <laughs> too small a ride or too short a ride. That's a great example that's happened to all of us. Yes. The Uber pretends he can't find you. Yep. Or even when I lived in Australia, I'd get off work late at night and I'd... I'd go up to a taxi and they'd yep. say where are you going and I'd say here and they'd just drive away yes. they wouldn't even say anything else they'd just drive away I've experienced both of those and yeah taxis <laughs> it was even worse because yeah they'd be like where are you going and then nope and just see ya they just peel out of there and you're like cool 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 I'll try the next guy then thanks that's, that's a great example yeah Um, but even in yeah there's lots of stores I, and sometimes I think maybe it's in my own head too but when you go to a store that is a fairly fancy store I mean I you know tend to wear hoodies and jeans and sometimes I think they give me a once over and don't even bother approaching me and then mm-hmm. you see somebody else coming in that looks a little better dressed and they will approach them and I'm always like hmm you just don't you don't even want to bother because you don't think I have the time or the money or whatever. Even if you're prepared to spend money there? Yeah, yeah. And I, I will leave if that's the case. If I notice that and they don't want to give me the time of day, I'm kind of like, well, I don't, okay, never mind then. Like, bye. I dated a girl a long time ago who um, said she had that experience buying a new vehicle. Mm-hmm. So she was kind of like brushed off by salespeople at several, several different dealerships. Yep. And then the first person who took her seriously, that's where she bought. And she like, paid cash for the vehicle because she had quite a bit of money. That's amazing. Yeah. But again, yeah, you can't judge a book by its cover, as they say. And when I see that, it, it makes me not want to spend money there. It's interesting because I, I experienced the opposite of this. Like some of the places that I frequent through my side business doing woodworking, 
like I'm very small time compared to some of the big clients that they would small have. Small potatoes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But I still get treated great. Awesome. You know, even though I'm not spending nearly as much as some of the other people coming through there, they still like give me great service even though I'm small potatoes like you said I think it also depends on commission like if it's a commission based place that's where you see it even worse mm. um, and then you know when it's a good business when that's not the case because they do understand that everybody should be treated the same right whereas they're just trying to survive if you're on commission right you gotta sniff out the big spenders well that's it so they yeah. if they see two of you coming in one that looks like they have more money than the other they're probably gonna pay more attention to that one it forces you to do a little bit of profiling doesn't it it's Shana? awful it's awful <laughs> to a little bit What's wrong with jeans and a hoodie? You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.